The Apartment Rebellion will not be televised. Resident experience will be more than a buzzword. Staff experience will finally matter. It's happening right now. It's in the hands of the doers, the innovators, the boundary pushers, who are moving the industry forward, just like the people on this show. This is the Apartment Rebels podcast, hosted by Flamingo CEO Jude Chi. Welcome, friends of the rebellion, and may the force be with you. Welcome. So on our latest interview, we have Richard George, uh, NOI coach, NOI coach officially. Um, so uh, Richard uh, has been in the property manage- management industry for quite a few years. You used to be with the Habitat company, correct? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I've been that with, with on many different companies. Yeah, yeah. I started off in this industry as a groundskeeper. Oh, wow. Um, it was my college job, and mm-hmm. I worked through every position all the way up to CEO mm-hmm. um, of companies that have had 55,000 doors nationwide. So yeah. um, it's, been a, it's been a great journey. I've yeah. been for the last 15 years doing what I'm doing now, which is executive coaching, motivational speaking, and uh, really just loving our industry. Yeah. What a great industry. And, you know, you come to events like uh, this apartmentalize, and you get to, it's like old home week with some friends, you know? Nice. So tell us a little bit more about the NOI coach. So what exactly is that? What do you all do? And how do you work with companies around NOI? So for me, it's a, it's a moniker that I've got mm-hmm. that stuck with me back from back in the days when I was managing. <laughs> because um, we, as an industry, I believe when I started in this industry, we were teaching our leasing consultants, our maintenance technicians, even our managers on site, yeah. sometimes even our regionals, don't worry your pretty little heads over all this financial stuff. <laughs> Just put the butts in the boxes yeah. and collect the rent. Mm. And our industry has progressed in the last 30 years. And my mission in life is to get people to realize that no matter what position somebody's at in our industry, mm-hmm. they understand their contribution to NOI. Yeah. Net operating income is the it's the only success it's like the factor. Yeah. yeah, it's the only success factor. You know, we you ask any of the folks here at this mm-hmm. show, what's your occupancy? They'll know that number, but you yeah. know what? That number doesn't mean anything. Yeah. How much money are you putting in the bank for your investors? Yeah. That's the NOI. That's yeah. what matters. And value is directly attributed to that. So. Yeah. It's so fascinating that you mentioned that. Um, like for us, I speak with property managers all the time. And part of that conversation is like, hey, what's important to you all? Is it resident experience? Is it this? Is it this? They name all these things. But I'm like, at the end of the day, <laughs> NOI is really what matters. So a great resident experience leads to people wanting to renew or stay, allows you to increase rent. And then that gets like NOI. But a lot of times, no one says NOI, which I always found really fascinating. So for you, so how are you able to coach that? I I do it through education programming. Mm -hmm. I've been involved. I'm a senior faculty member for the Education Institute. Mm -hmm. What is the Educational Institute? The National Apartment Association. It's the education arm of the National Apartment Association. Mm -hmm. And I've been involved in the last three rewrites of all of their designations programming and we're moving people to understand because I think the fear has always been that if we say that NOI is king mm-hmm. NOI is the number one that people will say well that's at the sacrifice of the customer experience yeah. of customer service 
they go hand in hand. Yeah. Why do you know? I, I always ask people, why do we provide customer service? Mm-hmm. I would love to say it's because we're just great people and we <laughs> want everyone around us to be happy, but it's not true. Yeah. We do that. So every month we reach into their pocket. Yeah. And we take out the largest amount of money that yeah. they spend that month. Yeah. And they continue to let us do that. Yeah. And be happy about it. So that's why we they they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. They are not in competition with each other. But as property managers, you know, we have to we have to serve our resident. Yeah. We have to serve our coworkers. But we have to serve our investors. Yeah. That's who because without them, we're not doing anything. Yeah. So how are these like courses like structured? Is it teaching them the financials? Is it just simply saying, here's how NOI is calculated? Or how is this actually executed to get me as a leasing manager? to understand NOI? That's a great question. The answer to that is it's evolving. Mm-hmm. For a while it was, we just taught you the calculation, but you, you can know how, but if you don't know why, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah. Right? So we now are starting to connect through mm-hmm. our programming. I always have in my classrooms, but unfortunately this is a class that's taught not by the same people. It's yeah. taught nationwide by a whole bunch of different people. And Everyone has their own set of experiences. Mm-hmm. And I think educating our industry, which is one of my mantras, it's also one of my, um, I've got two affiliated companies that I own that's all about education. Yeah. And it's about affording people the opportunity to know why we do what we do, not mm-hmm. how we do what we do. Yeah. And there's a big difference between those two things. Mm-hmm. Why? answers to the question. We don't need policies if we understand why. Yeah. Um, procedures will manifest once we understand why. Yeah. And for years, we've tried to prescribe all of that to people. And <laughs> we all have the reasoning ability to yeah. think. Yeah. So then what has been the feedback? Like after you do the training programs with the site teams or even like corporate teams, like what has been some of that feedback and how has it changed how they operate? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I hope it is. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of great feedback from people. When I teach classes, when I do conference sessions like I do here, I've spoken here for 15 out of the last 20 years, and Mm -hmm. I always get great feedback. But how is it moving the needle in our industry? And I know that that happens when I run back into these people two, three years later at a conference like this, and they come up to me and they don't say, hey, Rich, you know what? I am so proud of the fact that we're 96% occupied. They come up to me and say, Rich, I've grown the NOI since the last time you and I spoke by X amount of dollars, which translates into $12 million of values. Wow. Then they're, then I see that they're they're what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, a good friend of mine, Doug Chasek, uh, is uh, an industry legend and thought leader. And he always yeah. says, "Are you successful because of what you do, or in spite of what you do?" Mm-hmm. And that's been our industry. We've been successful in spite of what we've been doing. Yeah. Now we've got people that are doing it intentionally, and it's what allowed me to go from being a groundskeeper to being an investor in apartments. Yeah. Wow. It's it's that simple. So then in terms of the impact to NOI, what are some of those key things that they are able to do? You mentioned that someone said, hey, Rich, I was able to impact NOI by XYZ percent. Like, what are some of those things that they have done to actually impact NOI? Uh, And that's that's a question without limit. But the number one way is they drive revenue. Mm -hmm. We drive revenue. We find how we can increase the customer experience so that we can pick people's pockets for more money. Yep. I know that sounds horrible, but what we found other ways to to enhance revenues mm-hmm. through adding layering on services like you guys do at yeah. Flamingo. 
We have found ways to, you know, savings are something that we were always pretty good at because we're an industry that, you know, I'm sure that you guys have been seeing and walking to this booth. Everybody, their first question is, all right, I like the idea. How much? Uh, yep. How much? And, yep. and we, all right, so now that's the price today. What's it going to be if I hammer you tomorrow a little bit? Yep. Sharpen your pencil. I tell people, you know what, we don't have to be so worried about our expenses when we are buying NOI. Yeah. So every partner that you have mm-hmm. in this trade show, that's the question that they all need to be answering mm-hmm. is not how much do I cost, how much am I going to bring to you? Yeah. That's the answer. It, it has nothing to do with anything other than mm-hmm. how am I going to help you improve your revenue stream? So if I'm an owner as a manager and I'm looking at increasing NOI, then should I be focusing more on savings or should I be focusing more on just like increasing revenue? Like what have you seen to have the biggest payoff? In my opinion, I, I, I always say this, I'd rather get a dollar in rent mm-hmm. than save a dollar in expense. And at the end of the day, both of those are a dollar, right? Yeah. But when I get a dollar in revenue, it's replicable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it this month, next month, mm-hmm. next month, and next month. When I save a dollar, there's a limit. It's I save that dollar. Yeah. And also when I save that dollar, what am I losing for that dollar? Mm-hmm. Because if I come to you and try to buy your services and yeah. all of a sudden that price point that you give me, I say, ah, I'm not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Give me the, the one that the tear down. Yeah. Well, I'm losing something. Yeah. And what I'm losing is that the thing that really is the distinguishing factor of the product that I'm mm-hmm. buying. You know, we, uh, I think as an industry, we have just been way too, I'm going to say cheap. Yeah. But maybe pragmatic yeah. in our decision making. Um, I have always spent more money to make more money mm-hmm. on my assets. Um, I got a little uh, nine unit building that I bought yeah. two years ago. And through simple decisions that I've made, I've doubled its value yeah. in less than two years. So, what do you think you, uh, why do you think you think about it differently than a lot of owners or developers who are very focused on just like saving, where any new thing comes in, they're like, oh, yeah, like you said, like how much does that cost? Like, why do you think you think about it differently? And why has the industry as a whole been so hesitant at doubling new things? I think it's a, it's a circular problem. I think mm-hmm. we started off. 30 years ago, you ask anybody that's been in this business as long as I have, yeah. we will tell you that we were literally told by owners, don't worry about the finances, don't worry about the budget, don't worry about any of that stuff. Yeah. Just ask me with every question you have, yeah. and I will puppeteer the, you need to put the butts in the boxes, keep people happy, collect mm-hmm. the rent. And that then turned into people that rose to more significant positions, mm-hmm. but then didn't understand how to make a decision. Yeah. Because they'd always called somebody up and said, what should I do? Yeah. The other reason said, is because yeah. as property managers that grew up in that environment, mm-hmm. we look at an asset and we say, here's what's right for that asset. Mm-hmm. I think we should start remodeling the kitchens. This asset is 25 years old. Yeah. The kitchens and the bathrooms are tired. Mm-hmm. So we go to our own investors, our owners, and we say, we think we, if we started to renovate the kitchens, mm-hmm. it, it needs to because people don't like these ugly yeah. cabinets. And when they say, why should we do it? We can tell them about how ugly and outdated, and these are not reasons to replace kitchens. Yeah. We started saying, because like we are limiting our revenue, yep. 
we update these kitchens, we can pop the rent $125, mm -hmm. and then moving that on saying, this kitchen renovation is gonna cost us $9,000. Mm -hmm. And at, uh, you know, uh, $125, that's going to give you a 13% return on yeah. investment. The cost of money right now is 5%. Mm -hmm. You've got positive leverage. Now, all of a sudden, uh, an investor is going to look at us as not as employees, mm -hmm. yeah, but as partners. Yeah. And that's, that's how that, every that's one the of why. these people. That's right. Going back to your point about like really helping people understand the why, not just the what. When yeah. I started in this business, you know, we had avocado brown appliances and <laughs> our green and bison brown and you know these appliances that are still working today because they yeah. don't break but no, we didn't sure. replace them because of that we replaced them because they didn't provide the value yeah, yeah. you know price is what you pay mm -hmm. value is what you get that's yeah. a old warren buffett statement yeah. that just makes so much sense yeah and then so thinking about noi and increasing it whether it's increasing revenue how do you see technology helping to drive an increase in noi I think that uh, technology is the key. We are an industry that we really jumped on the technology bandwagon. When I started, we literally still physically had ledger books. Wow. We did not have software. And then when we got software, a few years into the business, mm -hmm. you know, we were replacing our typewriters. With, yeah. And I know this makes me sound ancient, but <laughs> because our industry was way behind. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it changed, but all of our software for then the next 20, 30 years mm -hmm. was operational software. It was still the function of yeah. lease management, you know, finance or, mm -hmm. or the fiscal piece of it. It did not add on. And now I see in this show the overwhelming amount of software. Yeah. And if anything, technology is probably at a point where it's, it's risen. Mm -hmm. People have bought into certain platforms, certain mm -hmm. things, and they have not been as wildly successful as they expected. Yeah. But it's like every other curve. Yeah. You know? Right now you walk through the show and it's technology is like drinking water from a fire hose. Yeah, there is a um, That's not a bad thing. It's just you really need to be good at what you do. And I think there are a lot of people in here that want to tell me, oh, I can do this, 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 and this. And I'd much rather hear you say, I do this one thing yeah. really, really well. Yeah. So I think that's how technology is going to help us when we stop trying to be all things to all people. Yeah. So now we think about it from the owner or asset management perspective, as they look at evaluating platforms, like how should they go about evaluating them? You mentioned like, hey, don't think too much about how much it's going to cost me, but how much it's going to actually help me increase rent, add new revenue. So how do you actually go about evaluating that? You know, I think that uh, it has to be built into the the pitch mm -hmm. of all of the, you know, your partners here in this room, my partners in this room. And you have to determine who you're selling to. Are you selling to the property manager? Or are you selling to the investor? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're one and the same, but most yeah. of the time they're not. And whose life is this benefiting? Mm -hmm. Is this benefiting the property manager's life? Is it benefiting the investor's life? Yeah. Or the resident's life? And if you can't answer all three of those, mm -hmm. to yes, we benefit you and you're able to articulate them in separate different pitches, mm -hmm. then you have no business selling your product. Yeah. You have to be able to articulate on all three of those levels. Mm -hmm. And many people just sell to just the resident pitch. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be happier. What does happier mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything unless it translates to money. For employees, you know, for our property managers, oftentimes the they look yeah. at it and say, yeah, I've been through technology launches mm -hmm. and oh my Lord, 
you know, what was a simple little process on paper now has turned into a, yeah. you know, I, no longer is the computer a slave to me, I'm a yeah. slave to the computer. Yeah. So they've got that negative spin. Mm -hmm. And then to investors, oftentimes, because the property managers didn't get through that change curve, mm -hmm. they spent the money and they didn't I get the ROI. Yeah. So I know that's a, a weird answer to your question, but mm -hmm. I think that that's the problem that we have. And, you know, when I consult with some of the people in the show, I'm, I'm on retainer with some of the folks here and yeah. I teach their salespeople. I say, you have to be able to really articulate this is going to get painful. Yeah. It's not going to be easy, yeah. but it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> so Richard, very nice having you on. This was an awesome, awesome session. Learned a lot. Actually, I think my last question is when you say NOI, can you explain to everyone like what NOI means? Net operating income yeah. is, it is income minus day-to-day -day operating expenses. Nice. Um, there are different types of expenses. The NOI is referred to as the line. Mm -hmm. And so there are expenses that are above the line mm -hmm. and expenses that are below the line. Below the line are capital expenses, yeah. um, carpet, replacing roofs, mm -hmm. building new buildings. Those are all capital expenses. Yeah. Above the line are taxes, payroll. And so it is the net result. And as an industry, the reason why it's the most important is mm -hmm. because as an investor, when I buy a building, I'm not buying the sticks, the bricks, the apartments. Mm -hmm. I'm buying the NOI, the revenue stream yeah, that it produces. Potential, yeah. So when I determine a value, mm -hmm. I apply a capitalization rate to yeah. NOI, and that tells me what I should pay for that building. So yeah. if I apply a, I need to make a 7% return, mm -hmm. I apply a 7% cap rate to NOI, and that's how much I pay for the building. So it's uh, the most important number, and it's mm -hmm. the number that whether you're a groundskeeper in our industry, a porter, a leasing the consultant, desk, everyone, all the way up to being an asset manager yeah. or in support staff in central offices, you all serve <laughs> NOI. Yep, nice. And that's the reason I am the, the NOI coach. The from the NOI coach. <laughs> I love it.